Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA and as always so glad you've joined us. No matter where you've joined us, whether it's through Google, Amazon, you know, wherever you get your podcast, we are there. And we are thrilled to, to welcome back a dear friend of the podcast and a dear friend overall. And that is dental's pharmacology expert, Tom Viola. Hey, Tom, how are you, brother? Kevin, I'm doing well, my friend. How are you doing? Man, I, I am good. Whenever I saw you on the calendar for today, it became a better day. So I'm really excited to, to have you back on. And, uh, you. you know, I know our listeners always love getting some of your knowledge. And today, I got to be honest, when you and I were talking about this, this sounds like a really fascinating one because I'm a guy that my regimen every day is to take that multivitamin before I go to bed. And I know a lot of our listeners do that same thing. But you're telling me in some research that you found, I may be throwing my money down the drain. Well, well, well more like flushing it, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> so so the bottom line is, you know, and it's funny because and I love this podcast. I mean, this is one of my favorites. Uh, working with you, Kevin, has been nothing but a pleasure this whole time. Appreciate and, that, brother. And I love it because you give me the opportunity to speak my mind and tell me, you know, the things that uh, are matter most to the dental assistants out there because, the, you know, they are the... They are the the people in the office that that can make or break an office, make or break a practice based on, on you know their their interaction with the patients, and I'll bet a lot of them also in this case, based on this uh, the topic we're talking about, that they may themselves be uh, taking vitamins. You know, working yeah. on your feet all day in the dental office, it, it takes a lot out of you. So you know, if if you're like the majority of American adults, you've taken a, a vitamin or a supplement recently. I mean, it's it's Kevin, it's $30 billion a year market. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's even more than the market for like cholesterol drugs, like the statins. That's crazy. And when you think about it, they're not covered by insurance. So these are folks putting their own money out for a vitamin or a supplement that they think is going to aid their, you know, their health and make, make them healthier. Right. Yeah. So, okay. If, if, if everyone's out there buying vitamins, if there's a $30 billion market, it's tough to wrap our, our minds around M's and B's, millions and billions, but 30 <laughs> billion is a big number, okay? It is, seriously. So so there's gotta be some pretty convincing evidence for a $30 billion market that vitamin supplements work to improve your health. I mean, why would people spend all that money? They people, Especially now, money's tight, right? So in, in June, the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force, you know, the USPSDF, uh, they're, they're like the gurus of, you know, what, what can you do to uh, maximize your health? Okay, so they're, they're, they're the ones that uh, make evidence-based recommendations to Americans about a, a wide variety of health behaviors, you know, things like, uh, should I take aspirin or should I, uh, when should I screen for cancer? All these recommendations that people would use to improve their overall health. Okay, so they hire these researchers from Kaiser Permanente and they crunch the numbers, get this, from virtually every randomized trial of vitamin supplements that have ever been done as far back as they can go. And the conclusion is the vitamins absolutely do nothing for you except give you expensive urine. <laughs> can you believe that? No, I, I, I can't. I'm laughing as much as I'm crying, to be honest, because I, I think back to all the the vitamins I've purchased through the years, especially now that, shall we say, I'm of a certain age, and it's been recommended supposedly that I have these vitamins to help with deficiencies. But 
this is saying that that's that's not a help. Well, you just nailed it, my friend, because that's the thing that if you just read this at surface level, you'd say, well, the heck with this. I'm not taking those vitamins anymore. Right. But keep in mind, and you said it perfectly, they may not help anybody who's not deficient, but they sure as heck do help people that are deficient. Okay. So really, you've got to know if you're deficient in a certain vitamin. And I guess that would base, obviously, is based on your diet, right? Yep. Yep. And that's why you might say, well, why did they waste all this money on this study to find out that vitamins do nothing? The, the two important outcomes they had in mind were basically what? Can you take vitamins to treat, ready, the number one and number two causes of death in the country? Well, not treat, but prevent, okay? So cancer and cardiovascular death, right? Okay. Because okay. the, the observational data is very clear and very compelling. People with vitamin deficiencies at a, at a much higher risk for bad outcomes like cancer and cardiovascular death. Okay. All right. So they do uh, researchers investigate 87 controlled trials. And, you know, the, the results don't necessarily, shouldn't necessarily be a generalized to those who have known deficiencies. They, they try to cover a wide swath. So whether you were deficient, whether you were not, we're just going to throw it out there and see, was there any benefit to anyone? And really the only thing that they found, first of all, is as you just, again, you, you nailed it again, Kevin, what the heck is a multivitamin? Yeah. I don't know what a multivitamin is. That can be a lot of things. That can be everything from like Centrum Silver to, you know, something that you get a, a customized cocktail, you get a GNC. No True. idea, right? But the only thing that they found was a 7% relative reduction in the incidence of cancer. But in absolute terms, that really means about 0.2%. So that's the study said you need to treat about 500 people with a multivitamin, assuming you knew what multivitamin they needed right. to get one case of cancer, you know, to, to, to avoid one case of cancer, basically. You know, it's really interesting because I, I love that you brought that up because I, I'm a guy, I go to Costco, I get the 300 pack of, you know, uh, one a day, 50 plus for men, you know, and it tells me all these things it's going to do, but you're exactly right. I could go to GNC and get something completely different, but I guess the key is I've got to know what I'm deficient in, which means I've got to talk to my doctor and really nail that down. Correct. 100% right, buddy. And you and I have said this, I don't know how many times on this podcast together, none of this is a, is a replacement for going to see your doc and, and getting some good advice, right? This yeah. self-medication thing is a wonderful thing. That I'm glad we have the opportunity to, to have that in this country, but it's not a replacement for good medical care. And let's face it, again, as you and I have said many times on this podcast, there is no oversight in this industry, really very little. So, you know, the standardization between doses is a problem, uh, verifying data is a problem, you know, even language, like, you know, some supplements can't say this will lower your cholesterol, but it can say, you know, uh, it will promote healthy cholesterol. That's perfectly legal for them to say, uh, but it's semantics, it right? Yeah, you're right. And, and I remember there, there was something on the market to help with brain health, you know, and supposedly yeah. slow Alzheimer's and everything else. And how they phrased it, they changed it because they had to. You're exactly right. Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you, the other thing is, and you and I talked about this too, because we talked about a lot of stuff. You know, during COVID-19, you and I talked about how people were taking big vitamin doses to try to oh, yeah. offset the virus. And, you know, what ends up happening, so pe the well-known things, well-known vitamins like beta-carotene, 
vitamin A, vitamin E, and of course, vitamin D, right? Calcium supplements. These are things that people, again, maybe it's urban legend, but in their heads, like mine, well, those are important things. I need them. I should take them every day. Sure. But again, this study said basically they don't seem to do much. So now I'm curious because you've got you've got me thinking because I know, like I said, I've been to the doctor. I know I am vitamin D deficient, so I know I take that. But now I'm wondering, do I really need to take a multivitamin just because it's got vitamin D in it? Or do I need to focus on a vitamin D and really get know that that's my weakness, my kryptonite, for lack of a better term? It's a very good point, my friend. So, so that's, I think, the ultimate lesson we learned from this is what? Vitamins are relatively cheap, right? You think about it. I don't know what's in my diet. You don't know what's in your diet. But basically, you're just kind of leveling up right? Take a multi and if, whatever, if you don't use it, you pee it out. But if you were deficient in it, then it couldn't do any harm. But that's exactly the point. Again, it's being used as a sub substitute for seeing your doc. So go to your doc, find out if you are deficient in, in a particular vitamin or, or if it just makes good sense for you to take calcium based on the fact, let's say you're a woman who's postmenopausal or premenopausal, perimenopausal, and, and are, you know, not necessarily, um, uh, you don't necessarily have osteoporosis, but you might be osteopenic. You know, get to your doc, find out what you need, and then take that. I think the the leveling up thing is is where we kind of fall off the the uh, the, the, the proven path here. It's like, well, just take a multivitamin and cover it all. Great, but we don't really know if there's any harm associated with it. It doesn't seem like there is. Certainly, after all this time, but it's not doing much good for you either. And and let's face it, right now, money's at a premium. Yeah, the harm might be the wallet more than anything else. You're exactly right. Exactly. But but I, I think that, yeah, the underlying, because it's funny, whenever you and I first started talking about this, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm really interested to see where this goes. But you're right. It all goes back to conversations we've had before about know your health, talk to the professionals, really get that advice instead of maybe going out on your own and creating your own cocktail. I will say this, buddy, and, and it's a, this one is definitely the pharmacist and me talking, Okay. I think at the end of the day, taking a multivitamin, a daily multiple vitamin, it may not do any harm to you, but it is an act of self-care. It's it's a commitment that we make to try to be healthy. Yeah. And so it's like a it's like a brief moment of positivity, like, wow, this morning I took my multivitamin. Maybe it didn't do you any darn good at all, but maybe it makes you feel better about yourself that day. And maybe that positive outlook does indeed have an ultimately a good effect on your health who knows you know and, and i remember back in the day doing the flintstone chewables all the way up to now you know so <laughs> i guess vitamins 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 have just been part of what i do and i guess you're right if i could say i took my vitamin i ate right i went to the gym i did all these things and in my head at least i'm doing everything i can now, the only other advice i could give anybody who's listening to this is make sure you know when to take your multivitamin like a lot of people will tell you do not take a multivitamin when you have bran flakes or bran cereal because bran acts like a sponge and soaks up your vitamins so you don't really get any benefit from it. And, you know, maybe yeah. take them in the morning so that you get a, a better effect during the day. Again, it may be placebo, but uh, why not take them in the morning versus at night? You know, those kinds of things I think are, are at this point sort of common sense for folks. But I, I, again, I don't want anyone to take this podcast and say, I'm taking the vitamins and throwing them out and I'm done with them. And it's important <laughs> to go see your doc, get, get the blood test done and get it done regularly because deficiencies come and go. 
That's exactly right. And, and I know, you know, it had nothing to do with COVID or anything else, but I will tell you my vitamin D really deficiency really showed up during the pandemic. And so it's been something that's been very much in my head, but if I'd never gone to the doctor, I never would have known that. So, you know, would bypass that completely. Now, let me ask you the question, Kevin, ready? <laughs> Bring it. Did you, did you have a multivitamin, you had a vitamin D deficiency. Were you taking a multivitamin at the time? I was actually, yep. I, <laughs> I seriously have taken vitamins for years, and, but now I have the multivitamin as well as a vitamin D addition to that uh, as well, because yep. I guess whatever's in there wasn't uh, cutting it. Shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> well, see that, that you, you are the uh, template for what we want everyone else to do, right? Go to the doc, figure it out. And then if you take the multi, it's up to you, but at least you're correcting the deficiency you know you have. You know, the beauty of it is I've got a lady who lives in this house who, who keeps saying she wants me around for a while. So she pushes me to do that. And I'm very <laughs> thankful for that, trust me. So, uh, but no, as, as always, man, I love that you're on the cutting edge of this stuff. I love that you bring this to our listeners. And I love that it's real world stuff too. You know, I mean, this is something we're all dealing with on a daily basis. So, man, I'm so glad you came on and discovered this. And I want to make sure because I know you're all over the place. You are talking to so many assistants and other team members and docs out there. Uh, tell them where they can for, find more about you and maybe where you're going to be coming up. Man. I will tell you, buddy, you know, I, I, I do love what I do. And people say, you know, when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And, and I, I know I'll never be a millionaire doing what I do. But, but you know, the, the benefits I get are just being able to talk to all these dental assistants and dental hygienists and dentists out there. Cause you know, in my mind, people underestimate what we do. You know, we, we yeah. save lives. Uh, patients make bad choices. It's not their fault. They're, they're not, they're not medical experts, right? They, they're victims of direct to consumer advertising and, and all sorts of information, maybe misinformation. And that's where I think everyone in the dental practice has a role in, in, in helping that patient. And I say it and people sometimes take it the wrong way. But what I, what I mean is, you're saving patients from themselves. They, they don't make the best choices. A little information that someone gathered from this podcast now passed on to a patient, at least we'll get them looking and make them more aware. And, and that saves lives, hopefully, in the long run. And, and that's what I would hope. Love that. So, you know, come see me. You know, I, you can find me anywhere on, on social media at Pharmacology Declassified is the name of the company that I founded just for this reason. So come find me on social media, visit my website. It's tomviola.com because I don't have a creative bone in my body. So I named it after myself. Come find me and, you know, listen to my podcast, uh, uh, go to my, subscribe to my YouTube channel and, and you know, listen, read my blog. And if, if there's ever any questions you have, it's easy to find me, you know, Tom at tomviola.com. I'd love to hear from the listeners because the more I can do for them, the more they can do for their patients. And, and I love that you're that conduit, man. And, and I love that you've got that heart that you, you love the dental assistants too. And I, I really do admire that about you. One of the many things I do, my friend. Same so. here, my friend. I, that's a, I've, I've said this many times. I, I love what you do, buddy. And you have had such a great impact on this profession. I don't think you know how valuable you are to this profession. So every dental assistant everywhere, if you see Kevin Henry somewhere, give him a smack on the back and, <laughs> and give him a high five and tell him thank you for being the guy that he is. Well, Perfect Storm is going to be me and you at the same meetings with all sorts of dental assistants so we can we can help them have better careers. As always, brother, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you, my friend. And thanks to all of you for listening to this episode. We try to bring those experts to the industry. You know what? There are people who crowd into rooms to hear Tom Viola speak at dental meetings across the world. And guess what? You get to hear him here on our podcast. And we're so grateful to people like him who take the time 
to reach out to dental assistants and say, here's what's going on. Here's what you need to know. And here's how it impacts you and your patients. So our thanks to our friend Tom, as well as to you for listening. And we will be back soon with another episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. But until then, always remember, together we rise.